0: Hey guys, this is the head writer in the room full of monkeys with typewriters we call Out of the Forest with my pre-show rigmarole. First off, the usual Twitter appreciation. Thanks to George Anglin11 and Table Gamesmith for following us on Twitter. If you want to see polls, maps and more, find us at the Forest Cast. I recently commissioned an artist to do a group shot of our unlikely heroes. You can see the art on our Twitter, where you can also find information about the artist Oliver Love. Thanks for listening and if you've got the time we appreciate you reaching out to us on Twitter and via gmail to outoftheforestcast.gmail.com as well as reviewing us or simply telling your friends. That's that on to the show.
1: Last time on Out of the Forest.
0: I've uh I've got I've got an email. Let me go and check this real quick. I'm so sorry. Uh might be something important. And then her face just goes blank and she begins humming this tune that even if you recognize you know you've heard this tune before and it is incredibly unsettling in uh one of the corners behind one of the locked cases is just a bunch of uh binders that are none of them are labeled most of the other things are actually like labeled in some way these ones have no labels on them except for the dates and you find the specific date that you're looking for on that locked shelf with a unlabeled
2: Okay, now that we're back, um, I'm pretty sure that mannequins are coming alive and attacking people in the basement.
3: Why didn't you say something earlier?
0: Uh, and you end up in Dr. Dexter's office. She is still humming that haunting tune, and you see with some amount of alarm that her nose has begun to bleed.
2: After a lot of deliberation, he might just try to grab, like, a couple of tissues from a nearby tissue box and, like, stuff them in her nose or something.
4: I, I, I tried to reach out, and I think there's someone else humming that same tune that Dr. Dexter's humming.
0: Yeah, no, you you are now in the elevator with the two unconscious people. No one has hit any buttons, so it's not going anywhere.
4: We're gonna get out, and then Anif reaches back in and pushes the pushes the pushes the um uh the cafeteria
0: button, and then just like <laughs> all around you. Five separate mannequins step out of the labs and they all turn to you and begin to advance. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of assorted chocolates that you lost the guide to. We are currently playing Monster the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players.
1: I'm Evan, and I play Baron.
3: I'm Dominic, and I play
2: Carnunos.
0: I'm Jessica, and I play Ina.
4: And
2: I'm Alistair, and I play
1: Isaac.
0: Alright, and I think we ended on quite a action-packed moment, so I think we will just get into it. And then,
3: oh. Wow! Look at all this action! I'm oh shit! Punch.
0: Fuck! Oh Christ! Oh, oh no! Look out. Oh what? Holy shit! Carnus pulled off a crazy ass combo there.
3: Look at Man, that pick for I it. wish you all could see this. Oh
0: damn! Oh Enif! Wow! I didn't know you were even capable of casting a spell like that.
4: If only Whoa. our animation
3: budget hadn't run out. Yeah, now now really Chris sucks. is just doing backflips.
0: Oh damn! I don't even know why I'm doing that. I'm just the narrator.
3: <laughs> he doesn't even have a physical body in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be there to, to see it. It was really something. Oh wow! Well,
0: they they captured, the, they solved the mystery and captured the monster. It was who? Anyway,
2: yeah, on to the and next. And with start. that, we nope. And with that, We've we painted, finished the uh, mannequin puzzle, and now we can move on. It was Doctor
0: Dexter. She was the villain. We <laughs> painted an incredible <laughs> word the... picture for you
1: all. You should be so uh, appreciative.
0: Oh uh, dear. You all are considering your next actions after sending two unconscious uh, workers of this establishment to the cafeteria for whatever reason. I guess you panicked. Uh, safekeeping. For safekeeping, <laughs> I guess. <Later. laughs> um, when you are interrupted by the sounds of the doors all around you being broken down and you are surrounded in these hallways by five mannequins that are advancing on your location, um, each moving with about the grace that a um, uh, marionette would, sort of flopping awkwardly along uh, as if something was pulling its strings. Uh, they are making their way a little bit faster than you'd like them to be towards your location, and you are surrounded. What do you do?
4: Uh, can I read a bad situation real fast?
0: Yeah. What is uh, Enif doing to do
4: that? Um, looking around to try and see if there's anyone around controlling them. Okay. Yeah. Since that's what. Since that's what uh, Chrono said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Go ahead. Uh, that is an eight, which lets you ask one question and get to know what magic is done here, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is your one question?
4: Dun, dun, dun. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Uh, you take a look around, um, seeking out signs of magic being used, as well as any sign of anything that might be more dangerous. Uh, that you need to deal with. You, uh, it takes a little while to really recognize it but you catch the faint aura of a ghostly presence uh floating on it looks like they are actually floating just within the the ceiling above you uh potentially uh peeking out a little bit but not quite much uh and you you can't really make out any details without opening your third eye to to see it deeper but that is definitely a threat you haven't noticed as well as uh, it seems to have an in, its influence on each of these mannequins,
4: but I know it's a ghostly aura. Yes. Okay. Um. And then, what magic was done here?
0: Uh, the magic being done here is this ghost is controlling five mannequins to attack you.
4: Asus. Isaac, I I feel I feel a ghostly presence. It's it's right
0: above us.
2: Is it the same one as before? I try to look and see if it's the ghost lady with the stone mask.
0: Uh, yeah you look up and it's it's easy to tell why you didn't notice before she is mostly hidden within the the ceiling of this uh these hallways uh but you see her head with the, the mask uh clamped onto it uh phasing just through it uh taking in the situation and you can see these little tendrils uh Matching the description of these movements, they are strung around each of these mannequins uh, coming off of this ghost, controlling their movements and pulling them inexorably towards your location. Dr. Dr. Russell? Does she respond? I, yeah, she, she actually turns to you and um, seems to be staring at you. Uh, unfortunately, due to the mask, you can't see any kind of facial uh, reaction, but she is now staring at you. Um That's the rest of you, these mannequins are getting very close and are yeah, beginning to um, speed up and and moving into sort of uh positions getting ready to lunge.
1: Uh, I'm a punch. You no.
3: You can oh. go ahead and punch him first. <laughs> cool. I mean I was gonna start punching, but if you want to start punching.
1: Can we double punch? Do you like do that do that like our fists like go towards the mannequin at the same time?
3: And then there's a big old pal, like an old Batman comic. Yeah. <laughs> <on it. laughs> uh, I mean, why don't you go punching, and I'll see if I also need to punch her, if I need to help out.
1: Okay, let's do that. Um, yeah, the mannequin that's kind of closest to me, um, yeah, I'm going to punch, even though I... Could you know do other things that would probably do more damage? But I here I am. All right, so Baron's gonna run
0: up and punch a mannequin. Okay, yep. here we go. It, I guess did,
4: Straight in the face. Little did you
3: know that that's her one weakness—getting punched. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, give me that kick some Astral, plus tough. Right. Are you tough enough?
1: Uh oh wait hold on that's no that is tough.
0: And a seven, which means you both do your damage to one another. Um, you essentially, uh, you run up and you swing at this mannequin, but it's sort of unnatural way of moving. Uh, Catches you off guard and you, you sort of swoop by it as it kind of falls over itself and then it gets back up and gives you a nice uppercut right to the chin, uh, which doesn't do any damage, but it sort of disorients you. Uh, and you, you immediately uh, come back with a, a right hook right into its side, uh, knocking it over and onto the floor, and it starts to get itself back up, um, but it, it it has been knocked down and disabled for the moment. Uh, you have negative one forward from getting punched in the face, but take no damage.
4: Um, I'm going to try and... Since I know that the, the ghost is controlling them, I'm going to try and... Um banish the the ghosts like control from the mannequin closest to me
0: i like it so uh go ahead and uh, what does this look like
4: i feel i feel like enif would have like a spell for that of like banishing you know like a spirit from something yeah for sure um and like would just um say some form of you know incantation that i can't think of at this time (laughs) and uh and, uh, hold out their, um, hand with the, with the magic gauntlet that they have, and, you know, release the magic. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Release sure. them. <laughs> so release you basically channel
0: you this magic and this incantation into your bracelet and aim it at the, the ties tying the spirit to these mannequins. Go and give me your plus weird roll.
4: Please work. Oh, that yeah. is a 12. Yeah. You, Damn, you just nice. do it.
0: Uh, Baron punches this mannequin to the ground and Caninus is ready to punch at another mannequin that's rushing at your location and you channel your spell and out of your bracelet comes a ring that just spreads out and Isaac, you can see this clearly as this, this ring of energy just cuts through the ties that the spirit has on all these mannequins and the mannequins all just fall limply to the floor um, the spirit looks around um, seemingly just uncertain of what just happened uh, and then it, tr- you see Isaac, uh, these tendrils try to come back out, and they collide with the area where the ring reached out, and they fizzle again, and the spirit, uh, looks around again wildly, and then slips w- her way back through the ceiling. And you've done it! You've solved my mannequin puzzle!
1: It feels like only temporary though. <laughs> yeah, for the time being. Curnuna
3: says to Ena, that's new.
4: I've been practicing. I no, thought that would come enough. in handy. Definitely
1: <laughs> did. All right, should we continue moving forward here? I guess we need to make our way up. To, we need to get to that. That goes straight.
4: I just don't understand what this obsession with mannequins are.
1: Hmm. Did we figure out any information about? I, mean, I think we need to get to that file actually in the in the room. We need to learn more about who this person was and. That'll probably maybe paint the picture of what's going on here.
4: Let's see if we can sneak into that archive room while everyone's distracted.
1: Uh, I hope nothing's going on upstairs with these mannequins,
4: but let's go see. And we trot down to the elevator. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh,
0: there's still two unconscious bodies in it.
2: <laughs> you we'll
4: take have... them with us. what. <laughs>
0: You folks head back to the elevator uh, with with some haste uh, and call it down to the basement where you are, and when it opens, uh, it is empty. Mm. That's okay. either
4: bad. That's probably not good, mm-hmm. right?
0: Well, it's,
3: could, it could also be not bad, but it's certainly not good.
4: Maybe they woke up.
3: And I went to the cafeteria to have a snack. Exactly.
1: Yes.
4: Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> they're like, wow, good thing we're but, right here in the cafeteria. But just in case... Maybe we should check if there's any stairs or any other exit here. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's the
1: stairs that we took the last time when Cornunas and I were breaking in, I guess.
0: Wow, the recon is actually helping. I know. Yeah.
1: It. it
4: wasn't well, useless. let's go that way, let's just take, just take in, in case.
3: Breaking and entering for the win. <laughs> <laughs> and if we need to leave real quick, the lock on the back door is busted. Of
4: <laughs> course. Great. Okay. <laughs> let's let's head that way. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> All right. So you guys make your way uh through the uh underground labs. It takes you a little bit to locate the exact spot where the door to the stairs is. Um because it was a while ago you were in the stairwell and you also just like there was no window in that door so you you have no really frame of reference beyond uh its relation to the elevator. Uh, you do eventually make it to there, and uh, you swipe the key card of Dr. Dexter, and you make it into the stairwell. Alright, you guys run all the way up to the third floor, since I believe you are heading to the Archives. Uh, mm-hmm. and you swipe the card to let yourself into the third floor hallways uh, so you make your way back into the archives it's the files back here in this cabinet is it locked? yeah I think so is yeah. it locked
4: like with a lock? yeah it, it or is
0: a, like a physical physical lock with like a glass case like a heavy uh, clear case over it so you can still see what files are behind it but you can't get to them without the key
3: as they're looking around, I want to like keep an eye on the door to make sure we're not being followed.
0: That's fair. That you don't, are we being followed? You no. You are not. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not by mannequins or people or ghosts as far as I can tell? As far
0: as you yeah. can tell now you are, okay, you are cool. in the clear.
2: Um, uh, do you suppose that I can just turn my arm invisible and go through ah, that's the case?
0: See... Y- yes however the issue with that is I don't think you can turn the book intangible to bring it back out
2: okay Um, I was able to bring the key card with me back so there has to be some kind of level of flexibility however I'm willing to compromise
0: yeah we'll say as long as it's covered up by your clothes and the clothes just get a special rule because it's easier that way um, okay. you can bring it, but there's no way you can get that book into like any of your clothes to bring it with you. Okay. New plan. Well, say I you make go... like a, a a slate field around your body, so some long as something's thin enough to fit in that field, you're fine.
2: Okay, I was gonna say if if I can't pull it out, I will go into the cabinet and just cram myself in there and read the <laughs> book like, inside.
0: Uh, it it is a, it is a bookshelf. Well, you can't. <laughs> He's a very small
4: man. You said it's just a regular <laughs> lo- regular lock, right? Yes. Okay. Um I would like to bring back Swole Enif. Swole <laughs> sort Enif. Of. It has returned and enchant uh my muscles to become huge again. Yes. And muscles. do one thing uh, that is beyond human limitation which is break that lock with my bare hands.
0: Okay. It's um um <laughs> rips the rips it off the
1: hinges all of a sudden.
4: I mean
0: they're, yeah, they're it's going to be great. Uh,
1: like that was my idea.
0: You begin uh, muttering your incantations and focusing the the power in your bracelet on your 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 arm to give it the strength you need, and give me that weird roll. Please work. It's a seven, so you have to choose a glitch, so it is a mixed success.
4: Um, I'm gonna say the effect has a short duration because we only need it for like a second.
0: Alright, um... Okay, yeah. You. Uh, your arm pumps up, and uh, you feel it tight within the suit you're wearing, and you, you grab the lock and just tug on it, because it's just like a padlock, and just break it off, and it falls to the floor shattered.
2: I did it. That works too.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say that if you had done it without the short duration, you would have been able to just pull it long enough that it just popped open and then you could probably put it back but for the short duration you got to move quick and you just tore it to pieces (laughs) damn
4: that's fine because
0: i have to make these glitches mean something or else they don't mean anything
1: (laughs) well let's see that file i guess All all right you
0: you i guess baron reaches out and grabs that file and and begins flipping through it give me an investigative mystery
1: my investigation of the mystery. Doo, doo, doo. Where's my sharp?
0: And remember, you do have that negative one forward because your head's still swimming oh, from being punched okay. in the face by a mannequin. Say six, Isaac. How you I located the correct binder and uh, were able to point it out to him. So I'm going to go and allow you to help out on that basis. Yay! That's cool. It is cool. Here's my negative one. Cool christ How cool it's four
2: that? Oh, jesus
3: oh God. it's not very cool dude oh it's no that is cool. a
0: four okay that's a six into a four
3: can i help him for helping
0: i mean that won't do anything it's a four <laughs> <laughs> i think here's what happens um isaac you are you you help and find the the right file and Baron, you you grab the correct file and and are about to start flipping through it. Um, Isaac, as you are helping Baron kind of flip through this file, uh, you see movement, and you look up just too late to see the spirit uh, reveal itself from the back of the cabinet, and it flows straight through Baron. Baron, you feel this this unearthly chill travel through your body, um, and you feel your mind tapped by something it's it's similar in the feeling to your dark master reaching out but it's not that thing um isaac you see this happen and then the ghost flows through you and you feel that chill as well um and it it's just chills you to the core uh and you feel iris just just let out a grunt of pain um as this happens and you kind of just fall to your knees as you just feel this this chill affecting you much worse than it seems to affect affected Baron and then the ghost uh floats away and when you look up um the, the book is gone
4: what the hell just happened Isaac are you okay
1: I'm fine I think she took it yeah she did
4: how a ghost took a binder? How?
1: Oh, well, it can make dummies do punches and do stuff, so I mean, I don't know.
0: <sighs> a sodden battery the is, spirit... is definitely more difficult than theft, so I, I think for going <laughs> I on that scale. Yeah. Why
4: does the spirit not want us to know what happened to it?
2: I mean, obviously, because we'd interfere with whatever it's trying to do. We have to figure out what she's trying to accomplish.
0: Is there any other binders here that are useful?
2: The book just vanished?
0: Uh, Ian, if you realize that um, in a split second, as you were kind of reacting to Isaac falling to his knees, uh, and you caught out of the corner of the eye, the book kind of falling through the floor.
4: I I saw it fall through the floor. So it's on the second floor, I guess. (sighs) Are we just going to have to go down now again? (laughs) We're going to get caught if this keeps going.
2: Maybe. Um, What's below us on the second floor, based on the layout, do we know? Uh, Uh, Isn't
4: that where all the cubicles are?
0: Yes, pretty much. Uh, (laughs) um,
4: Wait, before we go, is there any other binder here that looks like it could have any information? I just don't want us to have to come back here again.
0: Yeah, go and give me an investigate mystery. Hopefully better than (laughs) what just happened. (laughs) Uh,
4: It's sharp, right? Is it sharp? Yeah, it's sharp yeah.
0: you'll get less good information than Isaac would have or Tor- Evan would have gotten from that uh barren words it's an eight cool that is an actual su- uh, success you get asked one question uh, as you begin to look through these books and I'm willing to be pretty lenient as long as it's semi-reasonable
4: okay um what is being concealed here
0: That is a very good question. You start looking through these books, trying to find anything useful, but like just going as fast as you can, because obviously you're on a bit of a timetable here because you don't know exactly what's going on, Uh, and you realize that uh, a lot of the information in these books is redacted and just totally blacked out, but from what information there is left, this lab does a lot more investigation than just on... Uh, installation and typical scientific research. You recognize a lot of the things being mentioned here as not scientific principles, but magical ones. Somewhere in these labs, they are researching the arcane.
4: Ooh. These Ooh. motherfuckers are researching magic. They lied to us. I thought they were just
1: scientists. Now they're science wizards. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, we didn't ask.
4: They are messing with things that they can't control. We need um, to find that other binder.
1: We, do we know Yeah. what? I
2: mean, Miss Miss Bosch also said that there might be um, copies of the archive that were uploaded digitally. I'm not sure if we'd be able to find uh, what we're looking for in the server. But if we can access it, maybe we'd be able to find a copy of what was in
0: the binder.
4: Where's the server?
0: You are interrupted by Carnunos noticing two people walking marching directly for the door. Carnunos, you recognize one of these people as Dr. Crane, and the other one as a, a some woman uh that you you've, you personally have not met, uh in a late Kevlar vest who has um her her gun out.
5: Hmm. hmm.
3: Uh guys, we have trouble. Armed guards incoming.
0: Um,
4: can we all just can we just all drop everything and run a, run into like the stacks or like hide in the in the archive? It seems like it's pretty big.
0: You can you can sure try.
4: That's what Enif's gonna do. We're playing hide and go seek in the
1: archive room.
0: You all are just trying to hide amongst the books. Yep, uh, at least for okay. now. I'm gonna uh, go through the wall. Okay. <laughs> so in what sh- in what direction?
4: Or go through the floor, Isaac. Go through the floor.
2: <laughs>
4: Follow the book.
2: I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, the book is going to go into the office space. I'm going to go down into the, um, the space between the floors if there is any space there. Otherwise, I'm just going to drop all the way down.
0: Okay. All right. Here. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Baron. i going to panic. Baron. Okay. All right. Baron, Karnunos, and Enif begin to make their way into hiding amongst the stacks as they are following Enif's cube. Because Enif has just gone the moment Karnunos says this. <laughs> um, Isaac is about to, like, runs towards the wall to, to jump through it. And Karnunos shouts, go for the book! And Isaac, still panicking, just drops to the floor. And then realizing his mistake, stops dropping to the floor the moment he gets past the floor. And you end up on just sort of like the for lack of a better word, the, the, the catwalk above the ceiling tiles that are above the office space. Um, you just barely manage to catch that and kind of clamber up onto it and you are in this very dark space uh, illuminated ver- only ever so slightly by like uh, seeping in through holes in the ceiling tiles. Um,
3: if Alistair keeps doing this, Chris will never let us in a building with more than one floor again. <laughs> He's always yeah. so we'll no,
0: it. no, this is like, great.
3: I l- you're out in the woods. <laughs> This time.
0: I can't send you to the woods because canoes can just go anywhere. I can't send you to buildings because Isaac can just go anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't it's send you level. to the zoo
0: because Baron can just go anywhere. That's
1: true. Huh?
0: He's I an animal. Be,
1: I'm an animal. <laughs> He's an oh, animal. <laughs> He's
0: just a big old wolf, huh? <laughs> I can just be that wolf I gotta... I would like to know, uh, are are you all just like choosing places amongst the books out of sight, or are you actually hiding?
4: Um, I just want to be out of sight for right now so i can like maybe get the jump on them if i have to okay
3: i was also thinking potentially ambush <laughs> all right <laughs> oh my
2: cool. God. Yeah.
0: cool 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 you guys make your way to places where you're out of sight of the door and have kind of like some movement space uh but can at least see one of your allies at any time uh it's it's a bit of a difficult do but you had enough time thanks to Kiernunos watching the door uh you uh who, who do you think is closest to the door
4: Kernunos.
0: Yeah. Sure. Cernunus, yeah. uh, you hear the voice of Dr. Crane through the, the door as uh, it cracks open after the beep of the keycard being unlocked. Uh, and you hear him say, I don't know how they managed to infiltrate their way in, but I, I have it on good authority that they are not who they claim to be. They are uh, the, the one who claims to be. Uh, and I've got notes for this reason. The one who claims to be Bartholomew's name is Baron, he's a woodworker of sorts, I think. And the one who claims to be Oscar is his name is actually Isaac Monet. He's just a college student I don't know how we let them in here, but and you hear the woman go, That's it's fine, Doctor Crane, I'll handle this. You should take step out just in case they're dangerous. Um and he's like, Of, of course, and uh you hear the door close and then you hear the woman just go All right step out with your hands up and we do not need this to become any kind of altercation. Uh, the cops are on their way. You guys are just remaining silent or?
4: Well, can I, can I see? Can I see the person through the, through the books?
0: Uh, go and give me a read a bad situation to kind of try and get a sight on them without revealing yourself. Seven. Alright, you get to ask one question as you, you take a look at this security guard. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, you take a look at this, and you recognize that she does, in fact, have that pistol ready to go, which is definitely a danger. Uh, it confirms exactly what kind of armed Carninus uh, was warning about. Uh, but beyond that, no, there doesn't seem to be any additional things. It's just this one woman with her gun.
4: Okay. Um, I would like to. What I see happening, and you can tell me if this is you know not a thing what i see happening since enif has like sight on the security guard um i would like for enif to um is this i'm gonna see if this is possible to um uh to enchant a weapon but in a negative way
3: I, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Curse a weapon.
4: <laughs> can, I would no. I'd like. Can to, I curse
3: a real sword? I would like Ooh, no. I'd like a real to sword.
1: Enchant, a real sword.
4: I would like to enchant the weapon, um, like you know, kind of Enif, like concentrating on the, on the gun and like whisper an incantation and heat it up so hot, like the metal so hot that it's it can't be touched.
0: I like it. Um, essentially because heat metals are a really cool spell in TNT. Um, I'm going to consider that to be the inflict harm. Uh, that it is one harm, ignore armor, magic obvious. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's within reason here. Go and give me that plus weird roll. (laughs) There's an 11. Yeah. So you, uh, cast this incantation, and there is a loud sort of, uh, pop in the air and the gun just glows bright red um and you hear the the security guard go "Oh, what the fuck and she drops the gun and it clatters to the floor and it steadily becomes less hot but her hands are just really badly burnt now
3: and i'm the closest person correct
0: yep
3: nunos slides out from his hiding spot and kicks the gun as far away as possible
0: all right yeah uh act under pressure Ooh.
3: I didn't think you'd make me roll.
0: <laughs> I mean, you are doing an action move, essentially. It's okay.
3: It's all good, man. I got plus one cool.
0: That is a seven, so it That's a seven. you get a, a difficult choice. Um, yeah, you you do this and slide into it, knocking that uh, that gun like underneath a bookshelf, a decent distance away. Uh, the security guard, sort of, as an immediate reaction, doing this just kicks you right in the gut, knocking the wind out of you. Uh, you have okay. negative one forward. <clears throat> Baron, what are you doing? You you watch the scene of the Baron's like I'm
4: out. (laughs) The gun glowing, getting dropped, kicked to
0: the floor, and then Karna is kicked in the gut. Uh, This all happened in a matter of like five seconds.
1: Um, I'm just probably going to come out from my concealed spot and just tackle the security guard to the ground.
0: All right, yeah, roll to kick some ass.
1: Oh boy! I sure will not
0: screw this one up.
4: This is some good teamwork, guys. I'm proud of us.
0: Yeah. Too bad you don't use this kind of—you st- only use this kind of stuff on real people that are just <laughs> trying to do their job.
4: Listen, they're <laughs> a threat to us. <laughs> oh my God.
3: What if they're the killer? <laughs> what if? All right. What? Uh,
0: yeah. So Baron, you sort of tackle her to the ground, and you get caught up in a grapple you are sort of rolling around on the floor trying to get the better of her and you are just exchanging blows just punching each other in the face and chest as you try and get the upper hand and you are entangled with this person neither of you really gets the upper hand here enough to cause any damage but you are entangled with the security guard now grapple fest yep uh good old raffle enif Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are you doing
3: what is Isaac here in the floor below? Uh, Isaac,
0: Isaac here is something like, uh, let me, let me, let me try and uh, uh, replicate what Isaac Ooh, is. It's just, just sort of like... Hey, what the
2: is It's really good.
1: <laughs> oh my God. it
2: knocks loose a bunch of dust that just kind of showers down between the floors <laughs>
1: The screw just falls out down next to yeah.
0: alright yeah so Enif you know, what are you up to as all this is happening Kyrnus is trying to get back on his feet after getting the wind knocked out of him uh, as you are kind of taking in this, uh, the entire scene of the grappling and, and Kyrnus getting back up from getting the wind knocked out of him uh, you kind of glance right and see the, the vestiges of magic uh, fading away from where uh, the isaac and baron were assailed by the spirit what do you can know?
4: i open my third eye and try and see you get a closer look of what kind of magic it was
0: yes you can <laughs> uh give me that plus sharp as you you sort of you notice that and you immediately begin concentrating your third eye on that is a seven and you definitely see uh the strands of magic cast upon your two friends mm. and you can ask two questions
4: what's the biggest threat
0: What's the biggest threat? Uh, right now, the security guard is. She's sort of uh, wrestling your, your werewolf friend there. Uh, the, the other biggest threat, uh, from Enos' point of view, is that the security guard, unless you do something to, to detain her, might not stand down for long enough to prevent you guys from inflicting her. You know what? The biggest threat in Enos' mind is Cairnounos, because he tends to kill people when they get in your way. Oh, got it, okay. okay. That's a really good hey. answer. Wow. I believe- Not inaccurate.
3: (laughs) Now, hold on a minute. I think specifically the question is, what is the biggest threat to me?
0: No, I think it's just, what's the biggest threat? No,
4: it's just, what's the biggest threat?
3: Um, Well, okay, carry on.
0: I mean, I I answered (laughs) it both ways, so.
3: Also true.
4: I'm going to say, are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Uh, There still are not.
4: Damn it. Yeah, you question.
0: Yeah, you just asked that like <laughs> 10 seconds ago.
4: Okay, and so so uh, Baron and uh, uh, Baron still grappling the lady. Is the lady like, is Baron winning or is Baron it's, losing? It's very much
0: it's... a tie between the two. Baron's gotten her on the ground but is not making too much progress and they're just sort of assailing each other with a, a flurry of punches back and forth as they roll around on the ground each trying to get the upper hand.
5: Hmm...
1: Uh, can I do something?
0: I, I guess unless Karen just wanted to do something. Yeah.
3: Uh, can I take the time to just like get up and get rid of that one forward? Yeah, sure. By you, not you,
0: you, you you stop for a little bit and just take your time taking your getting your breath back, uh, and and remove that negative one forward. Uh, Baron, what are you doing?
1: Um, I am going to try and talk to her at least while we're kind of grappling. <laughs>
4: just
2: in the middle of a tussle <laughs> like
1: hey it's okay hey, we're trying to
2: come
3: to, here
0: come
4: hey 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 do you like walk long walks on the beach do you work here
0: oh man you you're really swell. you you want to do something after this
4: i like that
0: we're just like um I mean, should you like- should
4: meet my friend enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> they real swole wonk <laughs> you gotta see your arms well, man. man what's whew, where you work out it's, it's really working for you <laughs> why did i even bother with this what are you doing yeah man, i'm um, sorry
1: yeah no i mean Baron, baron's basically can try and convince her like look we're, we're not here to, to hurt you we're trying to help um we're trying to help people not get hurt and this freaking dummies are already attacking us so we need we need your help and can Mm-mm. i roll really manipulate someone
0: Yes, I'm going to say you have a negative <laughs> one to that because you're doing it while actively hurting her.
1: That's fine. I can, I can see that.
0: You, you're literally just going, I'm not trying to hurt you, punch!
1: <laughs> I mean, like, it's more like I'm just trying to grapple her to the ground and she's probably trying to punch me, honestly, but that's just. You, know.
0: you led with the, the tackling her to the ground. It's not a very good leading point to try and convince someone you're not trying to hurt them. Well, no I mean, one in this room yard, tried to talk punched, to her before assailing punched her. Punched
1: my friend in the gut.
0: Because he kicked her gun after she matched uh, You know what? Go ahead. Give me the roll, please. I all beg right, you. Fine, right.
5: <laughs> that is an 11.
0: Uh... God, Rises. thanks for that for That uh, because he's got this supernatural yeah. uh, waves of convincing juice. No. Oh, he's right, just right, right. so
3: musky that. that she's in- No, she... he's so musky that she's just into this. <laughs> no!
0: <laughs> I beg you, please, do not. <laughs>
4: everyone <laughs> everyone, Baron meets just is instantly into him, unlike oh, and by an uncomfortable it. amount. Now you, he's gonna you, have you... a whole fan club.
0: You continue this, this grapple fest as you say this, and-, and she is fighting less and less as your sort of un like like supernatural appeal uh <laughs> worms its way into her brain and and she sort of slowly stops and and uh stops and lets you kind of pin her and then you you get up um and she sort of sits up holding her head and just goes I uh who uh, mannequins what it, I'm sorry I gotta say. If you're trying to convince me that you're not trying to hurt me, maybe tackling me is not the best first move. He, I I you could have just come out and and said that instead of And then you whole... would
4: have shot us instantly. Who Who said that? <laughs> Enid, <Even if>, like <laughs> comes out from behind their hiding spot. It's a gun. She she pulls out a second gun and just bang. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, We don't they're... have the best track record with authority figures. They tend to shoot first and ask questions later
0: i mean you are performing uh corporate espionage right now so i get the feeling that you're probably on the opposite of the law pretty regularly who are you what are you doing here Once again, the the dust sort of shakes onto your floor. You hear some more kind of muffled talking, just sort of. When I was at the floor, trying to don't me. <laughs> And you hear all that, um, and it seems like the the tussling and loud noises above you have kind of calmed as you're kind of just sitting there uh, in- in the mostly darkness of this kind of space between floors. You also hear the- the noises of the people working down below.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, um, it sounds like they might have it covered up there, um, but I'm sure that phasing up through the floor is probably gonna give her a heart attack, so maybe I'm not gonna do that yet. Um, uh,
0: Iris, can I- can I ask you a favor? She, uh, reconjures herself, and she, uh, is very faint for a moment, and it seems to take a few more seconds for her to resolve herself into her normal form, and she goes, Oh, oh, what oh, I'm here. What? Are you feeling okay?
2: Was that ghost interfering with you?
0: I, I guess. I, I don't know. It was really weird when she passed through us. I... I've never met another ghost. Well, I guess other than old man Jack, but we didn't really talk to him for very long. No, we didn't. Nor should we have. <laughs> <No>.
4: <laughs> Listen, I needed that silver dust, guys. Don't blame me.
2: Well, do you have any idea what she wants? Could you tell maybe why she was so aggressive towards us?
0: Uh, go ahead and roll Investigate a Mystery. Or tune in, whichever you think you're trying to do here. Um, because we could do investigate mystery and suggest that, like, with the intermingling of spirits, Iris may have gained some information. Or you could, like, be causing uh, a ret- kind of retroactive tune in. Yeah,
2: I might do. Um, trying to compare the question lists. <laughs>
0: Don't, 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 don't metagame it, just decide what which you think uh, actually yeah. happened.
2: I think it's more of an investigative mystery. I don't think it's so much a tune
0: in. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so go and give me a plus sharp roll. I'm trying to allow you to get information from more varied ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, go uh, ahead and ask eight. one question from the, the investigative mystery list.
2: Hmm. I might ask what can hurt it because i feel like iris if she intermingled with it might have
0: um all right Uh, you ask what can hurt it and iris uh kind of thinks about it and just goes she seems to be afraid of anyone who can do magic um i think things that have been touched by magic are maybe better at hurting ghosts which is a little worrisome i thought maybe I was safe as a ghost, but... Uh, you are yeah, safe. That's, that's good. Uh, so definitely things that are touched with magic would have a better chance. And obviously, she seemed to be worried about... For some reason, she seemed to be worried about passing on.
2: I think that probably sounds, sadly, kind of normal. Um, maybe it's just a matter of figuring out what happened to her and helping her not be so afraid of that. And yeah. I think we need to get the book for that.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's probably why she took it.
2: Um, did she take it or did she drop it?
0: I'm not sure. Uh, it, I, I was a little out of it when that whole thing happened.
2: Okay, um, that's fine. Do you mind just floating down uh, a couple of feet and seeing if you can look through the floor and see if it's downstairs below us?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go and take a shot at that. Uh, and she pokes her head through the floor, uh, and go and just give me, mm, give me a plus weird roll for trying to get this free information. Yeah, you're fine. 11 was fine. Um, Iris pokes her head through and kind of swivels around, taking a look around and she pops back out and she goes, it looks like it actually fell into one of the cubicles. Um. I, it's the, it looks like it's the cubicle of that, that one intern, that I think, Karninish checked on. Oh,
2: Greta, the one who was, uh, under the music influence? Yeah,
0: I, I, it looks like it fell in her cubicle. Uh, no one seems to have done anything with it, it's sort of clattered open.
2: Okay, um, we have to try to get it. I'm not sure how, um are we near the corner of the room down here or is she in the middle of the cubicles
0: uh you are close enough that you could probably make your way along like the the ruts between uh here and the, the ceiling tiles to get uh tor- get sort of above it
2: okay yeah let's let's try that i want to try to get as close to it as i can
0: all right, you shuffle along and kind of make your way over there. It takes a little bit of time to to make sure you're not falling off anything, just clattering through the, the, the ceiling into this office space during a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do eventually make it to where Iris assures you is pretty much above the cubicle in question.
2: Okay. Um, Iris, I'm going to... Fall to my death. Try not to fall to my death, um, but I'm gonna try to hop down and just land in her cubicle, and I- I I don't know why I'm telling you this, I just- wish me
0: luck. Uh, Okay, if you- if you think that's her best option here, sure.
2: I mean, do you have any other idea- can you- can you pick up books? Can you bring books through the ceiling? I don't know if that's a question I've ever asked you.
0: (laughs) I- I threw an axe, so I can
2: certainly try. Well shoot, you're right. Um, Okay, but before I drop down through the ceiling, um, do you think that you could try to pick up the book and and bring it up here?
0: Yeah, I can, I'll try it, yeah! Uh, and she begins drifting down towards the book, go and give me a telekinesis roll. Uh, hey, it's a 12. That is a 12, so you get to choose one additional effect from the telekinesis ability. So I don't think we've really kind of gone over how this works. It's when you fling something within your mind, you roll plus weird. Uh, On a 10 or more, you move it. Uh, Choose two options and mark one harm. On a 7 through 9, you move it, but it hurts. Choose one option and mark two harm. On a miss, something goes horribly wrong. Uh, By default, you can move something smaller than a person. You don't have much control, and you can't move it strongly enough to hurt anything. Uh, But the options are you can hold something fast. You can hurt it with two-arm smash. Something catches fire you can fling something bigger than a person you keep it basically under your control or you suffer one less harm
2: um I which would two options like, are you taking i would like to suffer one less harm because i don't want to take a harm for bringing this book up here
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and i'm going to say
0: something catches
2: fire something catches fire <laughs> um I'm waffling between you can keep it basically under your control and something is held fast but I'm thinking under your control will be safe enough to get me the book without it like falling
0: back down. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, So you concentrate enough that like you don't suffer the the exertion that usually comes with uh, making Iris carry things and uh, move things for you Um, and- anyone else who was watching which luckily they're not cuz cubicles uh, would just see this this binder steadily floating through the air kind of waffling a little bit and, and like si- like slipping back down a little bit every once in a while but for the most part making its way up and Isaac you don't see any of this you see Iris float down below and then you, you feel like this pull on your sort of whole deal and as as iris picks up the book and you see one of the ceiling tiles get pushed aside as the binder slips through uh and iris kind of is coming along behind it and lifts the a binder and hands it to you iris great job i i did it i carried it all the way i, I carried it all the way up here we did it we did it yeah You didn't have to
2: jump down thank you, you. thank have you to this is great
0: yourself no exactly that would okay. have been loud and probably tipped everyone off that you were there. Yeah, probably. I'm really there glad there were we figured a lot of out. people down there. I should have said something. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, no,
2: no worries. We we got we got the book when that's all we needed to do. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna just sit in the floor and try to page through it with my cell phone light or something while I listen to whatever's going on upstairs.
0: All right. Uh, I don't you're in such a position that i don't think anything can really go wrong here and you leafing through this binder um go ahead and roll investigate a mystery i'm going to treat a one through six as a seven through nine okay because nothing can go wrong right now but you also can't gain experience cause... i could lose my balance yeah but like that's not realistic you're That doesn't. You don't exactly like lean all over the place when you're reading. Anyway, yeah, go and give me that mystery. Uh, So I'm going to treat that four as a 7 through nine because again, (laughs) thank God. So no experience, but you do get to ask one question. Okay. Mm,
2: Definitely, what happened here?
0: All right, you begin leafing through this file, and it is talking about a test being done again just like the stuff that Enuf looked through uh, a lot of the information is redacted just blacked out completely especially things like the client that they are working for and and so some specific information as well as like certain parameters are blacked out as well as certain names uh you do notice one name that is a uh dr v all blacked out R, all blacked out um which you assume would probably be Dr. Veronica Russell. Uh, you read through it and read about this test that she was performing uh, that was basically making a barrier to that, that through uh, electromagnetic frequencies and, and such like that, it all goes a little bit above your head, uh, could just dispel any and all magic that was cast through it. And they were putting it through the last like major stress test uh, when the power level spiked unexpectedly and it broke through the barrier and just destroyed the testing chamber, killing everyone inside. Wow. Okay. Oops. Oops! <laughs> yeah. <Reaction>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wah,
1: wah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: um.
0: There are a lot of notes in there talking about how the, the client kept insisting on upping the, the levels that they were testing it at.
2: It seems like the pushy client ended up pushing it too pushed. far. No, the the client wasn't pushed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a pun or something we can make if we sat thought about it for a while. But um, this this might help us figure out what to do. I'm I'm gonna guess that maybe there's a magical reason why she hasn't moved on yet. But it's interesting that they seem to have been working with a barrier, like some kind of magical force field. I wonder if that's what the same thing that's in the forest, or like the same kind of principle of what's in the forest. I don't know. I'll have to let the others know.
0: Nares goes, yeah, uh, so where do we go from here? She says kind of looking around the area.
2: That's a good question. Um, We'll try crawling back uh, along the rafter to Um, where we were before underneath the archive and see what we can hear up there.
0: security guard, uh, who is now sat upright after Baron convinced her to stand down, has asked who you are and what you're doing here. Um, her gun is underneath a bookshelf, so she is disarmed, uh, but she does not look happy that you're here. Especially with Enif showing up out of nowhere.
4: We're trying to prevent more deaths, is what we're trying to do.
0: I don't understand. What would... Being the... in the archives. <laughs> uh, we're on the floor, right? Yes.
1: Can we? You know, Doctor Dexter's room is what, like a few down the hall, right? Yeah. Um, I think Baron's gonna say, um, we we can show you real quick if you come with us. Uh, okay. Down the hall. I, th-
0: I think and that's we'll... a a fair play. Uh, the the. Uh, security guard looks amongst the three of you and just goes, Okay, but I'm getting my gun back.
3: Oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. over there.
0: And uh, she walks on over to the bookshelf, uh, kind of reaches out underneath it, groping wildly, and she grabs Careful, it.
3: Careful, make sure it's not still
0: hot. <laughs> <laughs> she grabs it, gritting her teeth a little bit as the like burns on her hand obviously do not play nice with the, the now cold metal. Uh, but she takes it and slits it back into her holster and. and keeps the holster unclipped but moves her hand away from it she goes all right you better not be uh pulling anything
4: and then we waddle on through to dr
0: dexter's office all right you guys make your way over to dr dexter's office uh the security guard uh swipes her key card and opens the door and then sees dr dexter uh isaac was the only one who had seen her since he first left uh There is now blood, uh, just, just... Fucking everywhere. Just everywhere. (laughs) The whole room! In uh, the carpet. And that's, you'll never get that out. Um, there's now blood, uh, just kind of dripping down both of her nostrils, past her mouth, and, and, and just off her chin, uh, as well as one of her ears has started to bleed. And the security goes, Jesus, fuck, what? What is, what is this? What? Dr. Dexter, are you alright? And and she kinda like grabs Dr. Dexter and like looks at her eyes and, and, and begins to, to her and goes she, and then she turns to you very sternly and just goes, Explain now.
4: When we were in here, yeah. Dr. Dexter got an email. And the second she started listening to it, she just went into a coma. And we think someone's sending these emails to people and it's doing that to them.
0: I see. Uh Alright. And then she kind of makes her way around the desk and and takes a look at the computer, and she goes, Okay, I guess it's this email right here. Well, don't listen to it! No, of course not. You just told me it would put me in a coma, and I I see what's happened to our friend Dr. Dexter here. I'm not stupid. I am, uh, and then Ian, if you see the faintest glimmer of spiritual energy, and you all hear the click of a mouse... And then you see a the, the headphones make their way onto the security guard's head. Ah, uh, uh,
3: destroys the computer. Okay. <laughs> okay, go and give me an act under
0: pressure to try and do that.
3: Yes, please. Uh, clicky, there we go.
0: That is a God four.
3: Damn. <laughs> damn.
0: Um, he oh, instead yeah, accidentally okay, unplugs them. Yeah, so, uh, them. Skills, yeah, so here's
2: what happens here.
1: All I care Kurnus- about is fucking Zoolander. Yeah, we got all the files right in here. Just run some fucking computer down.
0: Kareninos, you see this happening and immediately leap to action, uh, jumping out to destroy the computer, uh, but you do, in fact, just sort of dive in between them and yank the headphone cord out of the computer, uh, and as this click rings out, this horrifying uh, melody starts to play from the really shitty speakers in the Damn monitor it. of this computer. Um, I need all of you to roll plus weird as this music starts to worm its way into your brain.
1: Uh, oh, no. no, not this again. We did oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Enif's good at hey, this. Right. Okay. Boy,
3: sure, and but I'm 14 this for up. Enif, and 9 for Kurnunis, Ooh. 10 for... <laughs> Baron.
0: All right, yeah. Uh, all of you except for Carninos succeed with Flying Colors. Carninos, uh, oh, you feel your brain just start to go mushy, and you feel your, your, your mouth move weird as you just start to, to hum this song. Your brain is still yours for the moment, but you are now humming this song, and you are having difficulty keeping yourself doing other things. Enith and Baron, uh, you see what's happening, uh, since you were not the ones to tackle across the desk, and immediately um, clamp your hands on your ears uh, in in order to stop yourself from hearing it, uh, because as the music plays, you feel it taking its time to affect you. Uh, Baron, you feel your Dark Master kind of well against it, and Enith, you you instinctively put up your sort of magical resistance uh, to prevent it from warming its way into your head. Uh, you see Karen Nuno start humming, and this security guard literally f- collapse on the floor, and you hear her begin to hum as well.
4: Uh, Ina, uh, since they are only using their uh, hands, walks up to the computer and roundhouse kicks it off the desk onto <laughs> the floor. <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think that's a pretty easy thing to do without, like, that terror of immediacy. You do that. You you roundhouse kick it to the floor, it crashes and just breaks into pieces. And I'm assuming the
4: music stops, right? The
0: music stops. Carnunos, so you feel <laughs> your brain steadily come back to yourself, and you you just o- almost sort of metaphorically spit the humming out of your mouth.
4: Well, oh, man, at least we got rid of the security guard, but we finally had someone who believed us, and now they're. <sighs>
0: Is the security card like up or is they still on the floor? She has collapsed and she's just humming absently on the floor the same tune that both Great. of them are humming. Alright.
4: Well. What do we do now?
3: Uh, um. Where did Isaac end up?
1: <laughs> Downstairs, <laughs> I guess? I don't really know. I just saw him float through the floor, but.
4: Do you think you got the mm-hmm. book?
1: Uh maybe we should go try and find him on the second floor.
0: Please, uh. I beg you, you all have phones. <laughs> oh god, you're right. <laughs> but do we have service I know here
1: or is it a dead zone?
0: There there is service. You're in the city. You you have regular amounts of service.
4: Okay, Enif, <laughs> Enif is gonna uh, text uh text Isaac and ask him where he is.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think that just goes through just fine, because, again, you, you are past the urgent part of the situation. Uh, and, yeah, you text Isaac asking where he is. Isaac, you, uh, as you listen to the footsteps, make their way away. Uh, you are trying to figure out what to do next um, as they make their way down the hall, because now, like, you're just sort of alone in the crawl space. Uh, and then your phone <laughs> goes, a good band Vir- and yeah, alone with CrawlSpace <laughs> is a really good fan name. That's that, I like it. Thanks. That's a, that's a good um, <laughs> write that one down. Isaac, you get the message asking where you are from Enif in the group chat. Yeah, right back. In the floor.
4: Enif's just going to type back, not helpful. <laughs> like...
1: He's in the
4: floor? Yeah, Enif, Enif types okay. back, not helpful.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sad face.
4: Uh, what'd you say? What?
2: Sorry. Sad... <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, sad, sad face. <laughs> um,
4: God damn. It. Enif's, Enif's going to type back, Uh, in Dexter's office, lost security guard. <laughs> like
2: lost with like five exclamation points or question marks um i found the book
4: um is it safe
2: to come upstairs
4: yes and then i say we head back to the the archive to meet with him that's okay we'll have to
2: ask chris where dr crane went because he said that he kind of just stepped back to let the security guard do her thing like
4: knock him out too (laughs) yeah again
2: Again. and uh, I'll just I'll say that I come up through the floor and I'm just going to meet you guys in the archive. Uh
0: you you, you kind of step your way back out of the hallway. You do not see any sign of Dr. Crane.
4: To the archives. Ta-da. Ta-da. You
0: guys make your way back to the archives. Um and you are now there. Good job. We did
2: it. Outstanding. Hello, I'm here. I'm very dusty. <laughs> but so you
4: are dusty? you found the probably. book <laughs>
2: yeah, i did find the book
4: and <laughs> god you i hope not
2: <laughs> yeah um it looks sorry i was eating a candy um it looks like they were doing some kind of experiment with magic um like actual real magic um probably something similar to the barrier that's in the forest um they were trying to create some kind of uh, a barrier that, if you know, magic went through it, it was completely nullified. Um, but it looks like it backfired, um, and everyone related to the project who was in the room um, died.
4: But what on earth were and... they?
3: I thought only one person had died.
2: So there. I are know at there. least one person died. Um, Chris told me that maybe there were multiple people in the room. So I'm just you know telling you what I what I read in the book. All right. Well, we could have
3: said something in character, but <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> voice in the sky told me so. <clears throat> yeah, um, but it,
2: it certainly looks like um, the the one who is still here, the the ghost doing, you know, the manipulation and the haunting, um, is is Doctor um, Russell, Vanessa Russell, the one who was in in the experiment.
4: But why on earth yeah. were they investigating that in the first place? That doesn't make any sense. Who were they investing in at four?
2: It didn't say. Um, the client name was all blacked out in it, but it seemed like they were really pushy and they were kind of, you know, they weren't taking the right precautions. It looked like they were trying to just push for an answer and to go a little bit further um, than they were kind of ready to test for. Hmm. Um, so whoever it was, was either really impatient or really needed this research done.
5: Hmm.
2: You don't think it had anything to do with Marnie or or Barney, the barrier in the forest? Do you?
4: Maybe.
1: There's also the interdimensional monster that we fought at the uh, campus.
4: Chris, can I do some crazy magic?
0: What kind of crazy magic? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, can I uh, take the book? and mm-hmm. observe it in a time before it was all redacted.
0: Ooh. Interesting. Ooh, that's a very, very creative way of using I, You know what? Sure, I like that a lot. Honestly. <laughs> that's a really cool use of this. Uh, I'm very excited. Go ahead. Okay. Give me that uh, plus weird roll. What, uh, what does do? this look like?
4: Uh, basically, Enuf's gonna take the book and kind of flip through it and like, um, trying their channel their magic um not, not so much on the book but on themselves and to try and see if they can obviously nobody else can see this but um to see while while they're looking through the book to see if they can see it in a time where before it was redacted to see what what's been covered up
0: okay yeah go ahead
4: please work. It was yeah. like 13
0: <laughs> okay uh Alright, yeah, you uh, look through this and you uh, begin, you, you see this pa- these pages, uh, you are flipping through them, you see the creases Then them begin to flatten, you see, um, what, there's a coffee stain that just sed- steadily drifts away, uh, and then you see these blackened marks steadily just essentially be sharpied on in reverse. That's uh, really cool. And you get these little snippets of information that steadily are revealing themselves. Uh, obviously the um, information, the, the doctor Veronica Russell gets revealed. Uh, obviously you knew that name. There are a couple of names that you don't recognize and they're not super relevant. So I'm not going to say them because they're dead. Uh, that are mentioned as people that were as part of the experiment. Um, and they are mentioned as just being, um, they're mentioned as just being exterior personnel uh in quotation marks uh and it doesn't ever really clarify what that means within this document uh who were presumably the other folks that died in this experiment uh there's a lot of things about like different uh spells that were being tested there's like uh flamethrower spells there's sort of like ice shards uh there's there's just pure arcane blasts um and the final one is this crazy big spell uh, the likes of which uh, you've rarely even seen the cult tamper in uh, that just created this just massive ball of fire that got launched and just happened to break through the barrier uh, and finally you the, the, the very first thing that got redacted and so the very last thing that gets removed you see the uh, company that the, the client that issued all of this uh, and it simply reads the agency I fucking knew
1: what? it. They sent us here. Yeah.
4: Well, you guys don't see it. <laughs> oh. I fucking knew it.
3: fucking knew
0: it. I fucking knew it. I fucking nut. I
3: fucking it? Anyway.
4: I can't believe this. The agency ordered all this.
3: I fucking knew it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 God.
2: I can only hear this. <laughs> The agency? Like, your friend
4: Frank's? Yeah, it says... I tried I tried to look at this, this book before it was redacted. It worked. The client that they're mentioning here was the agency, and they were just testing all sorts of different spells. Fire, ice, blasts, and... They tried to test a giant fireball, but that's what broke the spell. The rest of these are just... The rest of the people that died were just external personnel, whatever that means. Maybe those were other agents? I don't know. This seems... ...really reckless and... ...it just seems, I don't know, just weird for them to hire a company to make this and... ...cover up the deaths. I just... I don't know.
1: I guess this explains why Franks couldn't get into the file all the way. He 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 himself may not have known about all of this.
4: I wonder if there's people in the agency that aren't really doing things for the good of Munsdale.
1: It's a big organization from what I hear.
4: There might be some bad apples in there.
1: There weren't any other names, though, in in what you found there, right? We still only know. It's just the scientist. Not,
4: not that I can tell I only recognize the scientist's name and recognize the agency and just says here that, that we're really pushy kept wanting them to go bigger and bigger and that's what caused all those deaths hmm. should we tell Franks about this?
1: we could I don't really know what he can do you could try and ask questions, but that might get him in trouble.
4: Yeah, but maybe it's something he should know about. Keep an eye out. See if there else is. If there's anything weird going on. He should at least know.
3: What did we roll on our call the agency?
0: Wasn't it uh, not it great? It was a mixed success. Mm. I
3: don't think we should get Frank's involved in this. This is... Well, telling him that isn't going to solve anything, certainly.
5: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think we need to figure this out, and then we can talk to Frank's afterwards.
4: Um, can I take this binder with me?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> it's locked to the desk.
4: That's what Ennis gonna do. <laughs> I'm. I'm... They're gonna
0: lock it to the desk. No, no, no. Um,
4: <laughs> I'm. I'm taking this with me. Just, just in case we need proof or something. I'm. And Enif just like stuffs it in their sh- in their suit.
1: <laughs> right into the suit. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well We need to do something though to get rid of this ghost. Isaac, yeah.
4: Did you figure anything out about the ghost?
1: Um she's
2: I guess it makes kind of sense. Um kind of afraid of magic. Um, I think, I mean, we might just have to help her pass on. I, I, maybe just try to talk to her.
4: Hmm. Maybe she went well back down to the basement where she passed away?
2: Maybe. Um, I'm sure that room can't hold good memories for her. So if she's, you know, like haunting the building like other ghosts would do i i guess she'd probably be tethered to that room
3: see what we can find and then see if we can help the spirit move on
0: you eventually make it back down into the halls of the laboratory uh that are now just scattered with the, the, the mannequins that you fought earlier uh, and you begin making your way through heading towards um, where are you headed in the, the labs?
4: Um I think we should head back to where we were but um, Enif's gonna open their third eye and see if they can see anything.
0: Alright, uh, go ahead and give me a bad situation as you make your way through and open your third eye to kind of get a read on what's going on. What did you get? 13. That is a 13. You get a lot of questions. Excellent. You get four.
4: I get four? Wow. Wow. The whole oh list. My God. You, get,
0: you get three a on a full of success of Read about Situation, and Enif gets four if they open the third eye and gets to see invisible things. Damn. The downside is that if they do fail, really bad things happen to them. When <laughs> it's a bad, bad time.
4: Um. Mmm. I'm going to say, are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: (laughs) Uh, all right. Yeah. You start to look around, um, opening your third eye, trying to figure out if there's any dangers you haven't noticed. Uh, you, you look around, uh, and as you are kind of making your way up there, you notice, uh, someone a little ways down the hall and you notice that it is Jeremiah Crane, uh, standing, uh, walking in your direction and he looks a little startled as you spot him. You have f- three more questions.
3: Um see the one I choked out?
4: Yes. What's the what's the biggest threat?
0: <laughs> uh the biggest threat um you begin to look around and you see these tethers begin moving uh through the walls into a variety of laboratories uh so there seems to be more mannequin shenanigans going on right now mannequin shenanigans. two more questions
4: um what's the best way to protect the victims
0: uh the best way to protect the victims uh would be to get them out of this hallway before the mannequins break out of their labs okay um uh, presumably uh getting them Probably to the elevator, J.M.R. Crane is much closer to the elevator than he is to the stairs. What'd you say? Uh, Dr. Crane is much closer to the elevator than he is to the stairs.
4: Okay. Um. I'm gonna say, what's the best
0: way out? Um, That's a bit of a, a difficult question, primarily because, uh, as I said, Dr. Crane is much closer to the elevator... Uh, but the elevator it does, of course, take some time to close its door so if the mannequins rush you, they can potentially get to you. Uh, but the stairs are farther away uh, and it would be much harder to keep them out of the... It would be much harder to keep them out of the stairs than it would be to keep them out of the elevator once the elevator's closed. Okay. Um, so that's kind of a toss-up between what your priorities are there.
4: Right. Um, Guys, there's I think the ghost is gonna get more mannequins. We gotta go. And Enos starts running towards Crane.
0: Uh Crane looks scared and begins to run from you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's the it's direction crazy. we need him to go. And and, and he just go he just goes, what? what what did you do to the security guard?
4: We don't have time to explain. We need to get out of here.
1: It's no time. You gotta come uh, with us if you want to leave.
2: What did All you right. do to the security
0: guard? Oh,
3: fuck. Oh, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the, what fuck the fuck are you are doing? What the
1: fuck are you doing? Oh, my God.
0: Uh, you begin to hear that crunch of the, the doors being knocked down again um, as the mannequins are presumably animated once more. Uh, and Their eyes. to the the left of Dr. Crane, a... a uh, Uh, Mannequin Fish just punches through the door, just narrowly missing him. Jesus. Uh, And you all run past that, and he he hits the button of the elevator before you get there, and it presumably is coming your way uh, as the mannequins break out into the hall. No,
3: no, 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 no. (laughs) uh,
0: The elevator begins opening, but the mannequins are making their way to you. What do you do?
4: Uh, Eniv creates an ice wall the size of this hallway to block us between the mannequins
0: nice yeah give me that uh use magic roll that plus weird alright um technically your ice wall is a kick some ass move I said use magic but it's technically kick some ass Mm-hmm. uh you begin raising this ice wall and it is just scraping up the walls as you are trying to make one that's large enough to block off the entire hallway and a couple of the mannequins make it to that wall and just one just clocks you right in the face and you nearly fall down but as the last act you finished raising this wall and it blocks off the hallway um your face hurts a lot and you feel a bruise beginning to form uh but you guys run into the elevator uh Dr. Crane just goes, Do I take
4: any harm? Would I take any harm?"
0: No, these are just meaty fists. They don't oh, okay, okay, okay. do harm, harm. If if you got enough of them wailing on you, yes, but like okay. one punch isn't going to do any actual harm. Um, and that was kind of a last ditch effort as he rose the wall, so it j- it's just going to be a bad bruise later. Um, you get in the elevator and and Dr. Crane's going, Whoa, "What what for? Where are we going? What's happening?" Just out of here. Uh, he just slams his fist on the thing and hits all the buttons, and the-, the You simple bitch, you hit the one button. The <laughs> doors, doors open back up again. <laughs> the doors close, uh, as you hear the mannequins trying to break through your ice wall. Um, and as the doors finally close, you see the ice wall get shattered, and you see this swarm of mannequins making their way to you. Uh, Isaac- You see the ghost of Dr. Russell floating behind them, her tendrils moving them as her puppets, and then you see the eyes of the mask glow a dark red, and she kind of swings her hand in a chop through the air diagonally, and a... Hole just rips itself in the door of the elevator at that exact angle. What the uh, fuck? And you all watch the mannequins continue making their way as the elevator begins to move up and the ghost begins to make her way after you.